morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on the time you are listening to this wonderful podcast. I'm your host, Nerdic Pride. I'm here with another phenomenal episode of Nerdic Episodes. Um, this week I read, when I went to my comic shop this past week, obviously to pick up the new Punisher number one and... When I shopped, I did pick that one up. I was shopping around, just walking around the little uh, comic shop that I go to. And I was like, you know what I should get? Godzilla, here there be dragons. Here there are dragons. Because I did buy the first issue on Comixology a while ago. And I was like, I'm going to read it. It's going to be so cool. It's going to be great. You know, not this past week, but the week before I saw that issue five was out. So I was like, I should get the ones that are out now, see if I could get one through five and physical copy and then read it. They didn't have number one, but they had two through five. So I bought two, three, four, five and along with the Punisher. And then I was like, what the hey, I'll pick, I'll grab something random. I do this quite a bit with comics. If I see something, like I'll pick one thing that's new, brand new for me to read, just to see if I like it. And there was this one called Corset. I loved the cover of it. It looked really cool. It looked really pretty. Um, it the the title of it gave off a little uh, what is it, steampunk esque to it. And I was, that's what sold me on it. Just the title, the way the title was done, Corset. And I was like, might as well, because I peeked in and I'm like, okay, a little steampunk-ish. I'll, I'll buy, I'll take it. So I ended up getting the four Godzilla ones, the Punisher, and then Corset. And I read corset first um well technically i read godzilla issue one here there are uh they keep on saying goblins but they're not goblins here there are dragons that's the one i read first because i was like if i gotta read two if i'm going to read two through five i have to read number one first makes sense read book one volume one issue one sorry and it was really cool. I, I liked it a lot. I'm glad I picked it up. I'm glad I bought it on Comixology because here's the premise. A pirate is about to be hanged. Um, it takes place in the 16, no, not 1600s. Maybe 1600s? Uh, wherever the great age of pirates were. Whatever year that was, a pirate's about to be hanged, and he's trying to forestall his judgment. And he's telling them, like, okay, they're asking him, like, you got any last words, any last requests? Like, oh, a bottle of rum. Like, We're not giving you rum. It's like, come on, I'll tell you what happened, tell you a story. They're like, if it's not worth it, we're just going to hang you anyways. Like, I'm getting hanged anyway, so might as well, so... He's telling them that 
um, with the events that are happening right prior to him getting caught was him and his crew with uh, Captain Drake. I want to say a pretty famous Captain Drake. The only reason I'm going to say pretty famous is because the only reason I know of Drake, of any kind of captain named Drake, is because of the really good Uncharted series, game series, where it's Nathan Drake and his long-lost ancestor, Captain Drake. And so he's telling them, like, oh, yeah, the queen wanted Drake to go off to find the lost gold treasure of another pirate, which fell, uh, not fell, they got lost next to Skull Island, or Monster Island is what they call it. And they're on a quest to go find it. And the captors, they're like, yeah, sure, we're listening to fairy tales. And he's like, yeah, there's the dragons all over the place, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, and then that's when Godzilla arrives. That's He names it Godzilla. And that's when Godzilla pops out of the water and takes out the whole Spanish Armada, which is chasing Drake. And then they like, he, uh, he gets warned not to insult the queen or like to talk bad about the queen, which he does. He goes, well, your queenie there knows what I'd be talking about. And they're like, that's it. The guy grabs him and takes him to the, the gallows and he's like this is what you get for talking sh- about the queen and he's like Ooh. and that's where issue one ends and i liked it i was like i i'm digging it so far it's really good um sorry, it's it's really good because it's pirates and godzilla two great things to come by and so Let's see. It is written by Frank Thierry. The artwork by Inaki Miranda. And colors by Eva De La Cruz. And it's really good. I, I enjoyed it. I also read issue two where they uh, picks up where he left off. Um... Oh, no, wait. Sorry, I think I may have read it wrong. The He gets about to be hanged in the second issue. Sorry, I jumped the gun. The first issue is just ends with Godzilla attacking the ship. Second issue is him talking about what they find on the island. And he, uh, he tells them, like, oh, yeah, we found the island. And the island has different rules than most places. Just like with Godzilla, they didn't attack Godzilla. The captain told them not to attack. But the Spanish, the Spaniards did attack and he obliterated them. And so they, he says, uh, that's the common, basically the common law is don't attack unless you're forced to attack. And when they hit the island, they realize that there are giant sea turtles like coming again, coming towards them. And they're like, oh, no, they're about to attack. And the captain's like, no, don't. Different laws. 
on the island. Don't mess with anything unless you're prepared to get messed with back. And so they let the sea turtles pass as they're going into the ocean. And uh, they find the other ship from the other captain that they're searching for. And they find the journal entry that he has left on there. And they find the corpse of all the crew and all the supplies that they need to fix their ship. Because it sustained damage on their voyage there. And then they realize that that uh, their men are getting just getting ripped out from the night sky because they think they're safe because they're on the edge of the beach. It's dark. And it turns out their bats just flailing, taking them, just taking them from this from the uh from where they're standing they're just like taking them and eating them as they're heading away and that's when he insults the queen and then he's about to be hanged and that's where issue two ends and i'm like oh my goodness it's a good thing i got three four and five because the i don't do well with uh cliffhanger endings and and honestly, I love anything Godzilla. I even got the Monopoly board of Godzilla. I got a few of his movies. I got a few of the books on my Kindle. So I'm really glad I picked this one up. I'm really looking forward to finishing it. Because Godzilla vs. Pirates, no contest. It's going to be like a joyous swashbuckling adventure. But it it's going to give me a like Skull Island vibes where they like get on the island and they don't know what they're doing kind of thing, but it's going to be better because it's pirates. So, cause pirates are cooler, right? And then I, I went to read corset and corset is, excuse me for a moment. As I look for it, corset Again, when I picked it up, I just saw the cover. And you know, you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, but this one looks pretty. Uh, it's written by, I'm going to get the name wrong, Jury Kirvnev. Kirvnev? Kirnev. And the artist is Elena. I'm going to butcher this. Klee. Klyushnikova. I believe they may be Russian. Um, but I may be wrong just because of how I pronounced it. But I picked this one up because I was like, eh, why not? Let's see what, what's it, what it is about. So it starts off with, you know, everyone's going to a fashion show. And the new... Uh, the new designs have been released and they're doing the fashion show, doing the catwalk, everything. And then a woman and her niece are there and they're like, okay, the woman, the aunt is like so embarrassed of her niece. She has her wearing her old wedding dress and her friend sees her like, oh my God, what is that? It's like, oh, it's just a poor girl with bad fashion sense, blah, 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 blah. So she's insulting her in front of her. And then the, um, Review man, the fancy reviewer shows up. He's all decked down a top hat. You could tell he's different than everyone else because he's like 
show him differently. So he's the high, uh, rich and powerful man. And so the fashion show goes on and it gets interrupted by the first, uh, I'm going to look up her name. Um, let's see. What is her name? Sorry. Give me a minute. How is it that every time I try to look for a name, it's never the first thing there? It's always somewhere else. I'll just call her the young lady. So the young lady is getting up there seeing her old childhood friend. Um... And he's the great review reviewer. So she sees her friend. She's like, oh, I haven't seen him in a dog age. And her aunt's like, yeah, well, he's rich and famous. And you're just nothing. You nothing. And then they go off to watch the run, the runway. And she gets somehow caught in the uh, hustle and bustle in the front row, which she accidentally knocks one of the off and her dress gets ruined and her aunt's like a little peeved and so it turns out that the uh, managers are twins so they tell the uh the designer like oh yeah it was a little ruined like who ruined it she's like oh some nobody girl like some just some nobody like bring her to me and they're like okay and so they bring her to her. It's like, you're not supposed to talk to him. Don't look at him. Just go in, ask him what he wants, and then leave. And then he talks to her. And he's this brilliant designer. And he's like, um, you could stay here. Just show me, teach me emotion. And she's like, emotion? And at this point, I knew, I'm like, oh, he's not a human. He's a thing. He's a demon or something. Sold his soul uh to be able to do these great designs and so he's like yeah you teach me emotions teach me what i feel like to be human and i'll let you live here you could work here you don't have to go back to your mean aunt she's like okay so she's reading to him teaching him and uh, he's designing a corset just for her and her like to fit her personally. And so the other ladies, like the other famous models, like jealous because she gets the beautifully done sort of gothic corset dress and it's not fit for her, it's fit for the other girl. And she's a little envious because she's like, oh, so you're talking to him. What's he like? Blah, blah, blah. What does he look like? I've never seen him. And yeah so it's the night of the big show the aunt sees her daughter or her niece she's like a little like oh my goodness you're famous now she's like get lost basically and so um she goes up and asks him i want to see you before before i go out to the show show me your face or i won't go out he goes okay big reveal spoiler alert 
He's a robot. The previous designer committed suicide, but he made the robot to keep his stuff alive. So that's why she was teaching him. He understands like he's a robot, yada, yada, yada. He's like, oh, but people will understand that your beauty comes from within. Like you don't. Uh, you don't need to worry about that. People won't care what you look like because you're bringing true beauty into the world by doing all this fancy design. She's like, okay. So she goes down, does the catwalk, tells her he's going to come back. Her old friend, the reviewer, catches up with her. like, oh, my goodness, you're beautiful, blah, blah, blah. I didn't know that was you. He's like, oh, yes, it's, it is I, but I got to go talk to Roland, his name was Roland. So I go talk to him. I'll be back. Like, oh, you've seen Roland? And then when he goes up there, she's talking to him. He freaked out. Like, that's not a person. That's a thing. So he like shoves him, breaks him, and then he goes away. And Roland's like, leave me, leave me. How I know why Master took his life because this world doesn't deserve beauty and he like sprouts wings and flies off and people see him flying they go my god it's a demon it's a gargoyle and the young lady goes no it's an angel and like oh will he come back it's like i hope not not unless we change and then it ends and like this is really done i love the artwork a lot like the artwork's really cool and it matches the tone the steampunk-esque vibe to it and i'm vibing it i'm vibing it a lot but it's only one book so it said like only i think it's only going to be one issue like just an open-ended quick story kind of thing excuse me but i like that one a lot Uh, now we come to the final one, the Punisher, the man is different. The mission remains the same. Now, this is written by David Pepose. Uh, art by, hold on, I want to see if that's right. The art by Dave Watchner, Watch, Watchner, and then Dan Brown, I think, does the lettering and inking in it but i gotta say i was a little underwhelmed by this one because being a like a big punisher fan it's kind of weird to see someone else take up his his mission as it were as he does this and um so i felt a little underwhelmed by this this joe garrison so let's the, the, let's begin the review. The story's good. Again, longtime Frank Castle Punisher fan, but it's weird. I'm gonna keep saying that it's weird to see someone else don his costume, more or less, because it's not really his costume. It's just a ballistic armor suit thing, chest plate, and fancy guns and stuff like that former shield agent and same thing happens with him as it happens to frank castle his family dies but 
this one they like they died in an explosion. So Joe Garrison's trying to find out who set the hit, who wanted him dead, who killed his family while he was away. And the cops are there thinking like, oh yeah. Um we gotta look uh, they're looking at all the angles and they're like, it could be the husband. This Joe Garrison, he could have been the one to do it. And then they find like a bomb, a thermite bomb thing somewhere in their home. And they're like, so it was a hit. Like, who could have done it? Who has a motive? And they point the finger at Joe. And Joe's like, goes off and does his one man, two person war on crime because he has a sidekick named Triple A. Um, and so he's going through like these bars and he's killing people like, Hey, he's trying to find out the Sokovian guy who blew up his family and who's he working for and stuff like that. So he first goes into the bar and he sees a bunch of the, uh, demons from negative man's men. He hires them to protect him from this new punisher. And in the bar, he kills all the demons, but the guy gets away. He goes off to hire somebody else, a different army to protect them. And in the news report, they're saying, oh, the guy was the bartender's like, oh, I just saw the skull shape on his armor. And I think it was the Punisher. They're like, oh, it's Frank Castle back. Or is this a new Punisher on the scene? And the guy goes, they could call me whatever they like. As long as it gets him in the wrong direction, I'm okay with it. And so him and his partner are like trying to figure out how to track him, which they do. They track him into another little seedy area where this new Punisher goes off and fights them. And it turns out that the guy who he hires is none other than Mr. Hyde. So, yes, Marvel has a Mr. Hyde in their universe and basically a Hulk size scientist guy who, well, the scientist turns into Mr. Hyde. I forget his name, but he fights the Punisher and he's like, Oh, I thought you were, thought you were the other guy. The legend one, the legendary one, basically like the legendary one. You're just you. And he kills him. And well, this Punisher kills Mr. Hyde. And so he kills all the guys, and then the guy, Sokovian guy, escapes. He has a gun to a lady's head, and he uh, does that. Let me go, or I'll pull the trigger. And this Joe Garrison just pulls his gun and up and pop, shoots him square in the, the membrane, in the brain hole. And he kills him, and he goes, yeah, now uh, the mission starts anew. So it's pretty good. But still weird. I'm used to seeing Frank Castle, not Joe Garrison. So it's going to take a while. But I I did enjoy it. It's pretty cool. The suit's pretty cool, too. But it ain't right. It don't feel right. But I guess all good things must come to a change, I think. So it's going to be... Getting used to this new man as the Punisher. I'm really excited a little to see where it heads. Like, where this is all going to go. Like, if they're going to have Frank Castle come back and, like, 
give him his blessing or take him down or something. Like I, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm excited. <laughs> and I will say the little chest plate on the cover kind of reminds me of uh, the Mandalorian armor because it has that little, uh, little like, uh, I don't know what kind of shape it is. Diamond shape in the middle. If you've seen the Mandalorian or Boba Fett's armor, they have that like weird little diamond shape in the center. That's what he has in his. This is very Mandalorian-esque. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, I bid you adieu. Ciao for now. Until next week.